This podcast is brought to you by Hostfully. We make property management software and digital guidebooks. To learn more and sign up for our industry newsletter, please visit Hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 This is podcast episode 329 of Get Paid for Your Pad. My name is Jasper. I am here in Barcelona and I'm talking to Mr. Eric Miller, who is in San Diego. What's up, Eric? That's right. And how's uh, Barcelona? Today is the first day that it's, uh, it's actually sunny. It's been raining for four or five days nonstop. It's almost as the weather gods uh, want to support uh, the, the quarantine. And uh, they've just, it's just been pouring down, just absolutely pouring down. Uh, I haven't left the house in, uh, in days. I'm almost out of food, uh, almost out of supplies. Uh-oh. But uh, today, finally, the sun came back. So, woohoo! That's a win. That's a win. It's a big win. Yeah, we That's uh, a big win. It's been absolutely beautiful here in San Diego. They're starting to finally open up some public parks and, you know, loosening some guidelines around here. So we've been getting out and, you know, going for bike rides and exercising, but uh, it's still a little, I don't know, this quarantine thing is starting to get uh, pretty normal for us now, you know? <laughs> I know. I'm totally used to it. Uh, I did have a little bit of hope that I'd be allowed to jump on my bike and go biking. Uh, because uh, my landlord actually sent me uh, 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 some regulations or quarantine restrictions or whatever uh, schedule. And it said that on Monday we were allowed to go outside and do some exercising, including riding a bike. Uh, but it turned out to be fake news. So I was like, <laughs> yes. um, so fake for everybody, news doesn't if, exist. For everybody out there, if you if you receive some sort of uh, information about the, the, you know, the, the, authorities loosening up the restrictions make sure you double check it because i was literally i was i was so happy for a couple days and then i found out uh, it was uh it was fake i mean who makes this who makes fake stuff like this i mean serious news man they love it they love it that's all right this will be over (laughs) before we know it it'll be over before we know it what uh what's happening in the airbnb short-term rental world what do you see that's happening? Any fake news or real news happening around there? Um, well, we can we can definitely share some real news. Um, first of all, last week on on this podcast, we talked about how Airbnb implemented a, a flexible cancellation policy, and not the the flexible that we always have known of, uh, but uh, a, a policy that uh, that you can set temporarily, so until June first. Um, and then uh, you can you can still have strict, for example, after June first, but before June first, you can have flexible just for the, this time during the Corona crisis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen multiple screenshots of uh, of people uh, who have noticed this on their listing. Um, 
it's kind of isn't it kind of strange that Airbnb? It seems like they don't really announce things anymore. Like every time I go on their website, something changed, and I'm like, they used to announce stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's just a different world. I mean, Airbnb. I don't know, man. I think they're just trying to toss things out there to see what's actually going to be picking up before they put a lot of momentum and PR behind it. You know, the last Q and A that that Brian did. You know, I thought he was going to go into the monthly stays on on Airbnb, but he he did the whole Q and A around the experiences, online experiences, which is awesome. But it doesn't help the host community at all, which that platform is all about. Um, so I'm really curious to see. I think they're just testing out a bunch of stuff. Like I, w- I went on their monthly stay option. Uh, a couple of days ago, looking for a new place, and man, there's so many properties, especially here in San Diego, that are on that monthly stay. And I'm talking to the homeowners back and forth and the hosts, and you know, they show you on the monthly stay that it's being discounted 62% and so on and so forth. And you have to rent it for a minimum of 28 days, all of that. And that's a huge tool for hosts right now to be able to use that to, to market. And they're not talking about it. You know, I haven't heard Airbnb mention it at all. So it doesn't surprise me that they've released some new new changes or new features and, and not talking about it. I think uh, right now it's just a PR nightmare for them. So they're trying to figure out what's gaining the most traction and then put their focus behind it. So I have a question for you. So that that Q and A that Brian did was that really a Q and A? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, everyone everyone talks about it, especially in the you know in the uh, profit club, the Airbnb profit club. It's like you know, it's all this is a PR <clears throat> PR pushes for Airbnb, and I get it. I mean, I, I totally get it on the uh, on the company side. You know, to save face with their clientele, their hosts the guest community, uh, but then also the investors, right? And they have to be out in front talking um, about this, especially with the, the decision of returning all the, you know, returning all the bookings over the last you know month or so. I think they have to be out in front talking, but no, that wasn't a Q&A. That was, that was for sure a PR stunt. So the reason I'm asking you is uh, because well, I have some inside information that on April 28th at 3 p.m. Uh, PST, so that's uh, 6 p.m. E- Eastern time, Airbnb is going to do uh, their new Q&A, but they're calling it host update now. Uh, mm. They dropped they dropped the term Q&A uh, because they were getting some pushback from it because nobody you can't really ask a question, right? He's just basically giving a giving a speech. Mm. Oh, interesting. But he also. Yeah, it's interesting, right? And he also, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he said he was going to do a, it weekly, um, but I think the last one was a couple of weeks ago. No, uh, I don't know, man. Time is moving so freaking weird for me <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> I feel like I've been in quarantine for uh, for six months, and you know, my days I get up, I start my days at six thirty, and I don't stop working until about seven p.m. and it's over within, you know in a blink of an eye. So that could have been a couple of weeks ago. I'm not hundred percent sure. I know that, I mean, for him to do that weekly, that's, that's pretty awesome, but that's very, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that works out um, for him just showing up with energy and, and talking about the right things. Um, 
but also, uh, and we'll see if we can get the link and we'll post it up in the show notes, but, um, he's also doing a live streaming with, uh, skift skift.com. Mm, that's right. So it's, yeah. So I think it's, when is it? Oh, it's today. Oh, okay. So it's on the 23rd, April 23rd. Um, it's happening now actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's doing it with skift and it should be, should be pretty decent. I mean, it's a pay Q and a, uh, with skip. Oh, I'm not sure what right it's going to be turned out to be. I believe so. Well, they're, believe not gonna, so. they're not going to have a lot of people watching because everyone's watching this and the Airbnb. Program. That's right. That's right. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. He should have called us, <laughs> you know, he should have called us so we could have told him, Hey, you got to do it a little bit later, you know? Or you tell him that all the time. He never listens don't, to me. Don't copy our times. You spend a lot of time figuring out the optimal time to do these things. That's right. This, this is copying it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, um, anyway, there's another uh, interesting story. Um, I did a, I asked a question in the Airbnb news group, uh, which, by the way, is a group where we share uh, news, as you probably, uh, the name <laughs> kind of explains it. Uh, but uh, I asked hosts if they had received anything from Airbnb uh, with regards to that uh, that 25% refund uh, funds. Eh? They have $250 million that they're going to pay out to hosts. And these are hosts uh, uh, who had uh, uh, their bookings uh, canceled and they didn't get the money that they were supposed to get according to their cancellation policy. Um, and so I, I was just curious to see if, if, if anyone's gotten any money, like I didn't get anything cause I always use flexible. Uh, so I, I'm not going to get any, uh, but I was curious if other people are getting something cause I saw an article on CNBC, um, that was talking about how a lot of hosts haven't received anything yet. And, uh, Airbnb said they were going to start paying out uh, in the first week of uh, April. Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks now. And, uh, there was a few people who got some money, but, uh, but most people uh, haven't received anything yet. So um, uh, I'm curious to see how that's going to develop. Um, I hope they didn't run out of money. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how they came up with that 250 million. Was that an actual calculation? Um, and did they reserve the exact amount that they needed in order to fulfill their promise? Or was that kind of more like a random number? And let's see how it goes. I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to go far for the size of their host community, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. Again, it sounds good that they did that. Two hundred fifty million is a lot of money, but not for a company that just raised a billion dollars in debt right away, you know, and and is raising another billion dollars, um, which is crazy. So I don't know. I don't know anybody that's received it. Um, if someone has, who's either watching this live or or listening to this, we would love to hear about that. Love to hear about the process of that and how much they received. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't heard the Airbnb stimulus package going out yet. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the amount that people are expecting that causes some uh, confusion as well. And, uh, somebody in the Airbnb news group, uh, Nathan, Nathan score, he's a, he's a member of our community. Uh, shout out to him. He did a good breakdown. Um, he said, uh, let's say that you would be eligible to receive 50% of your, uh, of the, of the booking. Then let's say you have a reservation for a thousand dollars. Um, 150 is, uh, is for the cleaning. So then you have 850 left. Then, uh, 50% of that is 425, 425 left. And then you get 25% of that. 
So that actually ends up only being like a hundred dollars. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it just, it's just everything that they're doing right now. It's, it seems like the way they, they make, the way they perceive it or the way they, uh, promote it, uh, it's, it's, it tends to be not as good as, uh, as, as it seems. I, I wonder what the solution is, though. As you know, put yourself in the CEO mindset, put yourself in Brian's decision, you know, um, try, try to make a decision around this, right? Put, put yourself in his position. What do you do in this position when your world, your business is based around hosting travelers from all around the world and that industry just comes to a complete stop, right? And Obviously, we watched them make some really emotional decisions with their refunds and everything else that they they did right in the beginning. But what do you do now as a CEO of Airbnb to stay in business, first of all? Not that they're on the brink of going out of business anytime soon, but to continue to to have the the credibility of Airbnb, the community of Airbnb, the following, the cult-like following that Airbnb has. I mean, you and I built businesses around Airbnb. And it's Mm -hmm. like, how do they sustain that moving forward after the host community feels like they turn their back on us, right? Creating the fund sounds awesome, but if no one's receiving money from that, then that just creates more more challenges, right? And as the CEO of this company, it doesn't make more sense to invest that money into the the website and and features that will actually help hosts that have vacant properties right now where they're not making any money. You know, like the like the the medical staff or the um, necessary uh, workers, right? And being able to house them or the muck long stays. You know, for me, I want to see that. I want to see them investing heavily into their platform to find a new type of avatar, a new type of guest that they can connect with the hosts. Um, doing something like this to me just feels like I'm like, come on, man! Like, you know, receiving a hundred dollars on an eight hundred dollar booking is it's kind of crazy, you know, and it doesn't really do anything for us. And and the stress and the 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 idea of that just coming in, I think, just creates more more stress. It's like take that money and invest it into this industry um, or into that that your platform to help us actually get back on track. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It's it's a confusing confusing time, and you know, as much as we're receiving the feedback on there the $250 million fund that they created, it's the same type of. Con- that we get on the stimulus packages, right? Like I haven't received any of my, you know, um, government stimulus package payouts yet, right? And I know a lot of companies that haven't. Um, And it's the same type of conversation. I just don't think there's enough money in the world to be able to to give out to hosts and businesses um, going through this crisis because everyone is affected. You know, Airbnb themselves are getting hammered right now from where they were 45 days ago. Um, so, yeah, I know that was a bit of a rant, but I'm, I'm just like, I don't know what the real solution here is. I think the $250 million sounds awesome, but doing that for the entire host community is like, you know, it's pennies. It's pennies for everybody. Um, so is that more of them investing into their PR or could they have invested that heavily into their platform to attract the different guests to actually help hosts? Um, I'm not sure. 
So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, uh, one thing that I do know is I think they really messed up the communication because um, there was so much confusion. Uh, and then, you know, they, they kept changing things. And, and one thing that they, in my opinion, definitely messed up was um, remember when they uh, when they initially they they would they would uh, have the host refund the guest. But then the fees, they would give that as a travel credit. I mean, yeah. that's that. That was a big, big mistake, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. You know? And and people are gonna not people are not gonna forget that. People no. are pretty mad about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it must be. I mean, obviously, it must be really difficult for for them as well. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, I think they they definitely could have done a better job managing and uh, and with communication as well. Um, now, one interesting thing that I read, which is not not very it's not very good news for Airbnb again, and and I'm really curious to see how Airbnb is going to get out of this. Um, but um, but there, there are some hosts who have launched a legal fund for collective action against Airbnb for unilater- yeah. unilateral refunds and inciting travelers to cancel reservations. So it's getting, uh, it's getting pretty serious now. Uh, I'm not a lawyer. I have no idea, uh, you know, what the chances are of, uh, of, of this, this lawsuit that they're, that they're putting up if, if what the chance of succeeding is, but, but it's it's not like from a Pierre perspective, it's not going very well for Airbnb right now. No, no, yeah, I I don't know the weight of that, but again, I I always, I mean, you know me by now, I I always put my mindset in the leadership position, and I'm always just thinking like, what is what is Brian and the rest of the founders doing now, and what are they thinking? what they're going through now and just like adding that on top of it, that can't be good. You know, it's like, regardless if it's successful or not, um, the amount of time and the amount of resources you have to put into that, plus the negative conversation and the negative feelings that that creates um, is just not good for the brand at all. But I mean, this goes back to what you and I have been preaching for the last, you know, I mean, we've been preaching this for months, but especially now going through this whole crisis is like, this is, we're all moving towards a new short-term rental industry. It's like the industry is being rebirthed again. You know, Airbnb created, you know, the the second version of short-term rentals back in 2008. And now I think we're going into a new venture here where Airbnb, I think is going to drop down to be just a channel. You know, it's going to be like everybody else. It's going to be like an OTA and we're not going to have that cult like following anymore. So I think for, for the hosts that stay in business and the ones who choose to stay in business um, through this, we'll just use that channel the same way that we use social media channels, right? It's like we just use all these different channels to communicate. We're going to use all these different channels to, to market our properties. Um, but then that's going to open up the opportunity for these hosts small and large to get really freaking good at running their business. You know, I think for a long time, all of us as hosts just took properties listed and we forget it, forget it on Airbnb. The money would just come in and we would host, we would clean and turn it over. Right. Our biggest challenge was like a negative review, you know, negative review or, (laughs) you know, a bad guest, right. You know, leaving your property dirty or whatever. Now it's forcing hosts of all sizes to look at this as I'm a real business owner now. This is a real problem. Our revenue has stopped. What do we have to do to gain revenue? And with this mindset, I think we're going to now just look at Airbnb 
as another channel. And unfortunately, you know, that takes away from what Airbnb has created. So it's going to, it's going to force that. And I think it's also going to force Airbnb to recreate itself and just knowing Airbnb and what they've done throughout the years, they're going to recreate themselves. I'm just curious to see what that's going to look like. You know, the second version or third version of Airbnb, the company. Hi everybody. It's Margot Schmorak. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Hostfully. We are so happy to be sponsoring this podcast with Jasper in hopes that it helps you during this challenging time. Hostfully helps 17,000 property managers around the world with property management software and digital guidebooks. And even in the midst of these hard times, we're seeing our customers get creative. I thought you might like to hear a few stories from them. One of our customers who's based outside of New York City is changing their rental model and shifting to long-term stays. And despite many cancellations, she was able to get a two-month booking in one of her rentals. Another customer took advantage of this time to do some poignant email marketing, emphasizing that they thoroughly clean the rental after every guest, and also implementing a 48-hour waiting period to protect future guests from any potential harm. To hear more stories like these and prepare yourself for this very low, but hopefully very short season, please go to Hostfully.com and sign up for our newsletter. We're excited to hear from you. Be well. You know, it's interesting how something, a crisis like this puts everything in perspective, makes every, makes you realize how relative everything is. Because you just mentioning, like, you know, hosts used to worry about a, a bad review or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems so so marginal right now. Um, and by the way, if you if you can uh, take a look at the comments in the in the Airbnb Profit Club, there's a bunch of people watching. I see there's 21 comments, uh, but for some reason I can't see them. So you want to take a look at that, and then I'll uh, I have uh, something else to share with the uh, listeners uh, because we have been receiving emails from Airbnb saying that guests may need to cancel June reservations due to COVID-19, and I'm literally I'm reading this email right now. Um, if travel continues to be disrupted, the extenuating circumstances policy may cover the June reservations that were booked before March 15th. So I think what Airbnb is, well, Airbnb is basically saying there's a good chance that they're going to extend the extenuating circumstances policy to June, which I don't think is very surprising. Uh, I think most people will saw that coming. Uh, but I think the reason that they're sending this out now is, uh, is their uh, attempt to improve on their communication. So instead of suddenly coming out and saying like, hey, we just extended it, they're now saying, hey, guys, w- uh, watch out. Like, you know, we might have to extend this through, uh, through June. So at least it seems like they're, they're listening and trying to improve their uh, communication. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's interesting. And, like, and going through these comments here in uh, the Airbnb Profit Club, you know, everyone's just kind of agreeing with what we're saying. No one's received the money yet. Uh, everyone just has a little bit of a bad taste in their mouth. Um, we even have a comment here saying that some of our guests are saying this is their last stay with Airbnb. Um, not 100% sure why. Uh, a guest would be as affected or have a negative outlook on Airbnb um, versus you know what the hosts are going through. I don't think this has affected the 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 guest as much because you know Booking.com and Homeway, all of that. It's just been 
Yeah. So, so I'm not hundred percent sure. I mean, a lot of people now, and, we, and we're starting to see a lot more questions now about the different platforms, you know, like we have a question here about booking.com and this is something that you wanted to share um, about what booking, <clears throat> excuse me, about what booking.com has released to support their cancellations for their partners and their guests. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week. Um, but I see some more questions on this. Do you want to, do you want to touch on that? Do you want to go into go for a little it. bit of what, what booking uh, has created? So yeah, again, we talked about this. We talked about this last week, um, but essentially what, what booking has done is moving forward. They, they released, and I think they released it this week. Um, they released a feature where before every single booking, the guest has to check off uh, in a physical checkbox before they can actually process the booking that they um, read and agree to the cancellation policies, um, which is great because the, the that just removes all question, all concerns around that versus just saying you agree to this if you book the property, but now they're forcing you as a guest to read it and confirm that you agree to these policies. So they believe things, booking.com believes two things. One is that this is going to relieve all the cancellation challenges and um, for guests because they're they're going to know right away once they go into this property was you know how they're protected. But then two, it's going to open up um, better relationships with their partners. They consider their host partners on that platform, so they're going to f- they feel that this is a way that they're supporting their partners versus the guests that are booking on their platform, right? That's what I'm I, I'm understanding around that. Yeah, you know, it's it's it sounds like, uh, and I've seen these comments as well. People are saying that they feel like Booking.com is more of a, of a partner, um, where they don't really feel like Airbnb is a partner. Um, Airbnb yeah. just a lot of people feel like Airbnb is using you know their homes to to make money and to basically they always taking the size of the guests and everything, but. Um, but I guess uh, Airbnb could take an example of what uh, what Booking.com is doing, because um, uh, I haven't really seen anybody be unhappy with with Booking.com. But have you seen anything around like HomeAway, VRBO, and other platforms? Uh, as far as um, you know, as far as like a bad taste in in host mouth right now about the platforms um, yeah. or their their approach to dealing dealing with COVID. I haven't heard one thing about any other platform other than Airbnb. Honestly, yeah. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty you know to to be 100 honest, I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to how those other platforms have dealt with it um, because I've been so immersed in what Airbnb has done because that has such a negative impact on our community, uh, the host community. Um, so I'm not even 100 percent sure what. what, what how they've dealt with it, but it hasn't been as negative as what Airbnb has done. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Like I'm not sure either about Homeway for Airbnb and stuff. So that's, uh, I'm going to look into that and then we can chat about it uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously Airbnb is making waves um, with their decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a one announcement. Rent Responsibly, which is uh, run by our good friend David Krauts, uh, they are doing a survey, and uh, I promised Dave I would uh, give him a shout out. So 
Uh, if you want to participate in the in the survey, it only takes five minutes. Go to rentresponsibly.org. And by the way, Rent Responsibly is a is an awesome initiative uh, because what they do is they uh, provide a lot of information and they support people that want to get involved in local. Um, what's the word? Help me out here. Advocacy. 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 Yeah, yeah. Advocacy. I was going to say avocado. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, David will be extremely happy if uh, if people want to go to rentresponsibly.org, take the five-minute survey. That way you support rent responsibly. And then they've been supporting the host community for a very, very long time. So we're always happy to support uh, our uh, our friend David. Yeah, Dave's awesome. He's been a um, a leader in this space for many years. He, he co-founder of NoiseAware and now is the founder of Rent Responsibly, and they're just making huge, huge impacts on this industry. So, their um, <clears throat> excuse me, their um, survey is going to be incredible. the The idea behind that is um, how has uh, the COVID uh, nineteen impacted the U.S. Uh, short term rental industry, right? So short-term rentals, owners, hosts, and and managers. So um, I'm going to be filling that out today. That's actually on my to-do list. Um, so I'm going to be doing that myself today. But yeah, rentresponsibly.org is just an incredible organization. Um, they're essentially just focused on you know um, supporting and celebrating the uh, host uh, industry, the short-term rental industry, um, and just uh, being a main uh, you know voice for this industry. So they're incredible. Um, but yeah, anybody who's listening, I've definitely, you know, fill that out. That's on their website, rentresponsibly.org. Um, and uh, yeah, love Dave and, and love the crew over at Rent Responsibly. Awesome. Well, uh, we are we are currently um, producing a lot of content around the topic of uh, direct bookings. You want to mm -hmm. touch on that? Yeah, I mean, this goes back. Go for it. Yeah, I was going to say this goes back to um, what we were saying before is that, you know, Airbnb, so we watch so many people in our community um, just rely on Airbnb to be their main revenue driver, right? And now that COVID has created this world that we're in, again, the biggest thing that I believe this has done for host is show us that we have to now be real business owners regardless if we're running one unit or if we're running a hundred unit plus, whatever it is, right? We have to now take responsibility of how revenue is being driven inside our company. Um, and I'll be a hundred percent honest, like the direct bookings wasn't something that I put a lot of focus in throughout the years because it was so easy to make money on Airbnb. It was crazy. Um, and then last year, I started focusing it on again, realizing I'm like, man, if anything ever happens to Airbnb, we're, our <laughs> revenue is going to freaking stop. And I did not, obviously, none, none of us expected this uh, to happen the way that it did. But this was a big slap in the face for so many hosts that did not have their, their systems and processes in place to take direct bookings in. So what... Uh, one thing that we want to do to really help this uh, help the industry and help hosts of all all sizes um, is really create a resource to help master the direct booking, the art of direct booking, because it is different than just posting it on OTA and relying on that. You know, there's marketing, there's content, there's websites, there's all these moving parts. 
Um, and you know, we're developing that within our own company, but the way that we're mastering this is by going out and, and connecting with the experts in this space of direct booking. So, uh, yeah, our team is coming together to create a uh, direct booking resource. Um, not a hundred percent sure when we're going to be releasing that. Um, hopefully, you know, in, in the, in the near future, of course, we'll, we'll let everybody know, but right now is more it's more important than ever to build a direct booking engine for your business. If you have one, one property or if you're the legends that are run, you know, hundreds of units, you need that platform. You need to understand the marketing. You need to understand the technology uh, to be able to drive traffic to your own site. Even when Airbnb gets back up and going, all these other sites get back up and going, we're going to be marketing on those sites, but we need to be able to control the guest at this point. So we realized that how much Airbnb had control over us. They had all the, all the information for our guests. They, they controlled the marketing. They controlled the booking. They controlled everything. So the moment that this stopped, our business stops. And now we're in the mercy of just waiting for Airbnb to be able to drive us traffic again. And that's not a real business, right? So we have to, as hosts, have to take control of this and, and really drive our own traffic, build our own brands. And again, it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter in our inner circle, the Strapa inner circle, we have hosts that are running just a couple of units and then we have the legends and they're all learning the same thing and implementing the same stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, this is, this is going to be really powerful. There's really nothing else out there in the market, uh, educational wise around this. Um, and we have, I mean, we have the whole team focused on building this. So it's going to be pretty incredible and pretty, pretty powerful once it comes out. And we're, uh, what I'm excited about, we're pulling in some experts. Uh, I talked to Mark Simpson today, who is, uh, was awesome, uh, yep. at, uh, Boosley. Um, and, uh, I want to, sh- I wanted to share a couple tips before we, uh, wrap up actually, because, uh, we reviewed one of our members, uh, websites today. Uh, and by the way, uh, just a quick shout out to uh, Micah. He just commented, time to go to direct bookings is what he's saying. Uh, he's uh, the host of the Live, Let, Thrive podcast that I've been on a couple of times. Uh, but um, but yeah, um, I, I talked to Mark. He's going to do training in the Strapa Inner Circle on Tuesday about direct bookings. And uh, we looked at one of our members' websites and he gave some awesome feedback. Like he's, uh, he's really, uh, he's really, he really knows what he's talking about. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to share a couple of things that uh, I, I never really uh, thought about is number one, um, if you have a direct booking website, you have to make sure it's a secure site. Mm. Because you know how some websites it says like not secure. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was telling me, he was saying like, look, if you have a, a booking website, and a guest sees the not secure uh, icon in in the URL, there's no way they're going to book on the website because they're worried that the credit card information or and their name and identity ever, everything isn't safe. Um, so that was that was a really good point. Um, and also, he mentioned that uh, you know how in the top right corner of of every website where you can buy something, there's the the cart or the checkout button. Mm-hmm. So one of the other tips that he gave was, um, you know, you always want to have that book now button in the top, right? Or doesn't, you know, you can have it at multiple places, but you definitely always want to have a, uh, a, a cart or a book now button in the top, right? Cause there's, that's naturally where our eyes are going to go if we want to, uh, book. So I thought those were some uh, pretty interesting uh, insights. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm excited to. Uh, we're gonna have him in the uh, Strapa Inner Circle next week to do that training. So he's gonna he's gonna be leading us through a, a pretty deep training on building those booking uh, direct booking websites. So I'm excited to pick his brain on that. It's gonna be pretty powerful. Yeah, and besides, he has a really cool English accent. So that's always that's true. That's always good. That's and he's got a really good. awesome Instagram. <laughs> really awesome yeah. Instagram. So he's shout out to uh, to. Uh, you know, what's it? Boosley. Boosley. What's his yep. Instagram channel? Well, you'll find yeah. it. Yeah. Search Boosley. It's pretty awesome. Sweet. So shout out to Mr. Mark Simpson. And um, uh, I think that's it, uh, Eric. Uh, I need to jump into Q&A in the, in the Strapper Inner Circle. So let's, uh, let's wrap this up unless you have any final words for the audience. That's it. That's it. As always, stay safe and stay positive. We'll, we'll get out of this stronger than when it, where we started. So Thanks again, guys, and uh, until next week. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. If you've been watching in the Profit Airbnb Profit Club, everybody can join. It's free. So if, you, if you're not in the Airbnb Profit Club, uh, make sure you jump in there so you can uh, watch us live every uh, Monday and Thursday at 10 a.m. PST. Thanks, everybody. Stay safe, and until next time. Yeah.